Okay, this week's Parsha is Parsha Tzavet. Um, there is a book called the Shi'iltas de Rabbi Yachaygon. It is a, uh, it's a safer, it's a book that is written um, according to the order of the weekly Parsha. And it is, it is uh, it's Jewish law. It doesn't necessarily relate to the weekly Parsha directly. Um, there is some question as to who is the author of this book. The, uh, the name of the book seems to indicate that Rabbi Yachai is the author. Rabbi Yachai is from the Gaonan period, which is approximately the 8th century. However, the Chidor, Rabbi Chaim Yosef Dover Azulai, in his book, The Shema Gedolim, says that it was Rav Acha Mishabcha, who was from the Savaroyan period, that where it came at the end of the redaction of the Talmud, which took, which took place in about the 5th century. So this book was either written in the 8th century or the 5th century. There's one caveat, and that is the Arizal, the Kabbalist, the famous Kabbalist, the Arizal, told his student, um, Rabbi Chaim Vital, that Rabbi Chaigon is a Gilgal, is a reincarnation of Ravacha Mishabcha. So either way, whoever the author of the book is, it is, it seems to be the same person, just 400 years apart. <laughs> so in this week's parsha, in this week's parsha, the first statement that this book says is, is that it, it is a mitzvah. It is a mitzvah to light Shabbos candles. Um, it is a mitzvah to light Shabbos candles in the home right before Shabbos begins. So therefore, our topic for this evening will involve the discussion about Shabbos candles. <coughs> the reason for the lighting of the Shabbos candles is told to us in the Talmud. The Rishilta uh, Zerachaygon, this book, tells us that it's, it's to, the, uh, to honor the Shabbos. As a matter of fact, the Talmud, on page, on page um, 25b, in Tractate Shabbos, I'm sorry, I think it is, I'm sorry, 23b in Tractate Shabbos, the Talmud tells us that if a person only, now this is imaginary, because for us, this is uh, absolutely impossible. We have not, uh, we, I don't know if we can imagine such a situation. That uh, what happens if a person has only enough funds to buy either Shabbos candles or Hanukkah candles? What should they spend their money on? Now, I don't know about you, but I get Hanukkah candles in the mail <laughs> without solicitation. So uh, this question is kind of out of the box for me. But nevertheless, the Talmud says, theoretically speaking, what should come first? So the Talmud says, what should come first is, uh, you guessed it, the candles for Shabbos. The reason for this is, is the Talmud says, because the... Um, because lighting candles on Shabbos creates shalom bias, creates peace in the home. Um, Rashi simply explains that shalom bias means, peace in the home means, is that when it is dark, it is difficult for people to see. And if it's difficult for people to see, they get annoyed. Okay? So and when they get annoyed, it's very difficult to have peace. Because once they get annoyed, um, they usually express their annoyance to whoever is nearest and close, who, who will be able to hear. Um, that is what the, the, the Talmud says. The Talmud, re- in, this is in Tractate Shabbos. <coughs> As a matter of fact, the Talmud says, in a few pages later, like we said, like we quoted before, on page 25, that it is a mitzvah, that it is an obligation to honor the Shabbos with lighting the candles. And Rashi again elaborates on this idea, and he says that... Um, he says that uh, it, you know it's it's because of peace in the home that when it is dark people will walk into walls, um, especially if you have children. You might step on a toy that has wheels, and uh, uh, it, you might have a Laurel and Hardy episode uh, or Tom and Jerry, and it won't be pleasant. So therefore, if it's dark in the home, it, it, it's it, 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 it's not beneficial. Therefore, to light the Shabbos candles, <coughs> it is a mitzvah because of this. Okay, so. This That's evening right. we're going to talk about lighting Shabbos candles. How many specifically will be the question? But you're not allowed to use the Shabbos candles for light. 
So if the purpose of having them is to have light, then it's defeating its... You're allowed to use the Shabbos candles for light. The Hanukkah candles one is not allowed to use. The Shabbos candles one is allowed to use for light. If necessary, it, 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 that's the way that and that's what the, that was. That was the purpose of the Shabbos candles. <coughs> so we're going to specifically talk about a responsa that was written by Rabbi Waldenberg of uh, Blessed Memory, who passed away um, very recently, a year or two ago. Um, his first, he published a responsa called the Tit Eliezer. The Tit Eliezer, the first volume, was published in 1945. He was a big rabbi um, in Jerusalem, a very accomplished Torah scholar. And in volume number 13, 13 volumes later, in volume number 13, he's also, he was a, um, he was the leading uh, halachic Jewish law decisor for Shari Tzedek Hospital in Jerusalem. He, uh, uh, he uh, had many decisions that he wrote on paper, which is published in these volumes of the Tzitzel concerning medical advances, what to do in uh, situations that, have to, that, that are now in, have to do with modern technology, technological and medical advance, such as uh, oh, uh, 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 transplants, um, uh, dialysis, uh, amputations, uh, uh, whose life to save first in pressure situations, etc. Okay, so it, this is the response that he wrote. Many questions were, feel, were asked of him from the, from the heads of Shari Tzedek Hospital. Okay, so the question that he deals with is a little bit of a lighter note, um, but it, 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 it is Torah and it deals with, it, with our subject. In volume number 13, number 26, the following question was asked of him and this is what he writes. He says there was a woman, now the lighting of the Shabbos candles is not a mitzvah specifically for women, more than men, or men than more than women, there's an equal obligation for both men and women. However, it has been adopted by the women that this is their mitzvah, so to speak. This is the mitzvah that, that, they, that they fulfill. So therefore, when we ever speak in the context of lighting Shabbos candles, we usually say, uh, we usually speak in terms, of, in terms of women lighting them. Apparently, there was a woman whom something happened to. The respondent does not uh, say exactly what happened. But she used to light two candles every Friday night, right before Shabbos started. She lit two candles. And because of whatever it is that happened to her, she wanted to increase the amount of candles that she lights. Going from two, she decided that she's going to go from, uh, you know, seven, ten, whatever she's going to light, however many candles she's going to light. However, her husband said that he disagrees. He doesn't want that she should light more than two candles. It is not reported in this response of why, he didn't want this, but you can imagine that it was an uncomfortable situation that the that the uh, that the his wife says that she wants to light more than two. He says he doesn't want to, absolutely not. So we're at a standstill, and it could be many different reasons why he didn't want. Perhaps maybe it was the custom in his family that they only lit, his mother only lit his grandmother, his great grandmother, whatever his brothers until Mount Sinai all lit two candles. No, whatever the reason it might be that he doesn't like to do so much fire maybe he thinks it's dangerous he doesn't want to uh, wake up in the middle of the night uh, with the fire department whatever it is maybe he doesn't think it looks nice whatever it may be maybe it makes him feel uncomfortable that uh, the decisions are being made uh, uh, whatever it may be whatever the reason he decided that he doesn't want her to light more than two candles she says she wants to light two candles and so therefore the question was brought in front of Rabbi Waldenberg as to who who, who is right? Who should be? What, you know, what, what should they do? Should we take a vote on it? So not only was he a, a decisive of modern te- technological advances in Jewish law, but he was also, uh, um, I guess, a intermarriage counselor. Thank you very much. Um, yeah. That's the job of the rabbi. I'm sorry, Phil, what did you say? Yeah, let's take a vote on it. It's just you know, a woman that wins. Right, so who should be, who should be the winner? Okay, <laughs> so at first he says, before he starts to get into the halakhic discussion, he says that the whole purpose, like we just mentioned, of lighting candles is for shalom bias. The whole purpose of lighting candles is there should be peace in the home. That's the reason. So uh, that's, the, that's the reason why you should light, the, why you should light Shabbos candles. Um, as we mentioned, again, the Rashi said, Rashi said that the reason uh, that, that, that you need, the reason why there won't be peace in the home is because there'll be annoyance 
because one cannot see where they're going. Other commentators, the Shiltus himself, um, whom we started this class with, says that a uh, person can't see their food. Uh, that also could create annoyance, that could create lack of shalom bias. So unless you are uh, sitting in a, in a restaurant and you're paying $100 per person for your meal where the ambiance has to be uh, exquisite, and therefore the lighting is, the lighting is dim, um, on, on, on Shabbos it would, it's beneficial for people. They like to see their food. People like to see what they eat. If they don't, then it could create some annoyance and uh, it could be a shalom bias problem. So therefore, it says the, uh, the, uh, the, the Rabbi Wolverberg that the whole reason why one has to light Shabbos candles mm-hmm. is in order that it should create shalom bias. That's the whole purpose. There should be peace in the home. So if this lady wants to insist to light more than two candles, and that insistence creates strife between her and her husband. That is counterproductive of the reason why she's lighting candles, and therefore she should heed to his uh, to what he wants and not light more than two candles. Now, whenever you have a dispute between two parties, each party says that why should I give in? They should give in. I understand that the foundation of peace in the home is compromise. But why am I the one who always compromises? She, she should give in, not me. Or, and she says, he should give in, not me. So therefore, why is it that Robert Waldenberg is picking that she should give in? That will become apparent and clear from the responder. But he is saying that she should give in because by her insistence of having more than two candles, that creates a shalom bias. A shalom bias issue. Okay. So now... We begin with <coughs> the comments of the Shulchan Aruch, of the Court of Law, of the Jewish Court of Law, the author of who is Rabbi Yosef Karo. Rabbi Yosef Karo, in the section of the Court of Law called Orachayim, in number 263, number 1, says as follows, and I quote, Person should be very careful to have a nice candle. This is obviously for Shabbos. And there are those that specifically have two candles. They have two wicks, one corresponding to Zohar and one corresponding to Shomer. Now, we all know that there is two sets, two versions of the Ten Commandments. One version appears in the book of Exodus in Parshas Yisrael. The other version repre- uh, um, appears in the book of Deuteronomy in Parshas Vayishchana. In the ten com- both versions of the Ten Commandments, the Torah tells us that there is a mitzvah to keep Shabbos. The expression in the first version of Pasha's Yisrael, the Torah says, Zohar es Yom HaShabbos Lekacho. You shall remember to sanctify the Shabbos. In the second version of the Ten Commandments, the Torah says, Shomer. You should keep the Shabbos. Two different expressions. Zohar, remember. Shomer, keep. Usually it's understood that Zohar, it refers to sanctifying the Shabbos with Kiddush, with saying uh, the blessing on the wine and things like, things like that. Shomer refers to the negative commandments, things that are prohibited to do on Shabbos. So corresponding to these two aspects, or these two expressions of the Ten Commandments, Zohar and Shomer, says Rabbi Yosef Karo in his court of law, it is a custom to have two candles, one, or two wicks, one corresponding for the first, Zohar, remember the Shabbos, one corresponding to the second one, Shomer, to keep the Shabbos. That's what he says. No mention of any other custom. No mention of any other custom at all. And so uh, I, I, I asked Eitan uh, yesterday evening what it is. He said that in his house they light two candles, but it's too bad that Khan is not here to tell us um, herself that she lights only two candles, even though, even, even though there are customs that vary. So I don't know what the Svati custom is exactly. Uh, it, it probably varies from family to family. But Rabbi Yosef Taro says that the custom is to have two candles. The Rabbi Moshe Isilis, who is the glosses on the Code of Law, <coughs> which usually co- follows, usually the, uh, the custom is followed, uh, of the Ashkenazi custom, is followed according to his opinion, says as follows. He says, and, one is, and if one wants, one can, one can add to the two candles that are lit. One can light three candles, and one can light four candles. That is the custom. That's what he says. The... Um, the Mishnah Brewer, the Mishnah Brewer, the Chavetz Chaim, who uh, died in the in the in the early thirties, who passed away in the early thirties before the war, wrote a commentary on the Code of Law. 
says that there's a variance of customs. Not only is there a custom to light three, there's also a custom to light four. There's also a custom to light seven. And there's also a custom to light ten. Uh, so uh, there, there's a variance of customs. So I found in this book called the Minig Yisrael Torah, which uh, lists different customs that different people have, different Jews have. And he speaks about this elaborately, which is also echoed somewhat in the Chavetz Chaim's commentary on the Mishnah Berurah. So he says as follows. He says that <coughs> there are some people that say you should light, light four candles. Okay, that is the opinion of the, of the book, the Kanfayona. Some say you should light seven candles. Why? Because they, it, it is corresponds to the seven branches that were in the menorah that stood in the temple. There was a menorah, there was a candelabra that stood in the temple and it had seven branches. So there are some that light candles, seven candles corresponding to the seven branches of the menorah. That's the, the, the commentary of the Shnei Lucas Abrahis. There are those that say that you light seven candles because of the seven days of the week, corresponding to the seven days of the week, this is the Be'er Sheva in the name of the Arizal. There are some that light seven candles because on Shabbos one gets called up to the Torah. There are seven people that get called up to the Torah. Uh, in parentheses it says in the note, uh, this is the opinion of the Kavachayim, uh, which is a Swadi uh, halachic decisor, one who makes uh, Jewish law decisions for, for Swadi is a commentary on the Jewish law. And he says, according to this reason, on, on, the, on Yontif, on the regular holidays, there's only five people that get called up to the Torah. So those who have the custom to light because of this, seven, they should light on Yontif only five candles. Okay. There are those that say that you light ten candles corresponding to the Ten Commandments, like the Shalom says. Now, the next custom is very expensive. Okay, so the next custom is very expensive, so we have to think twice before you take it on. Make sure that there's a budget for the next, uh, for the next custom. There are uh, Kabbalists. There are um, early rabbis who, have, who kept the custom of lighting 36 candles every single Shabbos. 36 candles. Okay, this is more than the 12 chalas, perhaps. I don't know what's more expensive. 12 chalas or 36 candles. Corresponding to, and I don't know what this is, corresponding to the 36 hours that the hidden light that the first man had before it was hidden that he used for his light source. This is the opinion of the Bnei Yisachar. Okay, and one final custom, there's another custom that two people start with lighting two candles and they light two candles be, uh, uh, like we said and for every child that is born into the family we got, we got the last custom comes in for every child that, that, that is born into the family they, uh, regardless of whether it's a son or a daughter, they add another candle. The reasoning for this is, is because the, the, um, the Talmud tells us, and this is quoted also in the Mishnah Brura, the Talmud tells us in, in Mishnah Brura number two, uh, the Chavetz Chaim, the Talmud tells us that a person who is careful with the mitzvah of lighting candles will have children that are scholars in Torah. They will excel in Torah scholarship. The reason for this is, is because it says in Proverbs, Kiner Mitzvah Vitorah Or, that the candle is the mitzvah and the Torah is the light. Therefore, the rabbis say, if somebody is careful with the mitzvah of the candle, then they will merit that they shall have the light of the Torah. This is the juxtaposition between those two statements in Proverbs. Therefore, one who is careful with the Shabbos candles will have, will merit, um, will merit the, uh, the light of the Torah, which means that their children will be scholars in, in, in Torah. Therefore, since the Shabbos candles in their light represent the Torah scholarship, therefore the custom is, is that for every child that is born into the family, they add a candle, right? They add a candle to say that my child will, have, will experience the fulfillment of this blessing of being erudite and knowledgeable in in, 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 in Torah ideas. That's what's, going to, that's what's going to happen. And therefore, therefore, says the Mishnah Berurah, it is also a custom to say a special blessing for, for, for a woman when she lights the candles for her children, which is printed in every single sitter, and perhaps maybe it's in the benches too, right? It is a special blessing to have children who are, and this is not no small feat, to have children that will give us nachas, and that will be 
uh, Torah scholars. These are the various customs of lighting candles. So there is everywhere from two, from two to thirty-six, and everywhere in between. Now I assume that thirty-six children will not. Thirty-six will be will be the will be the final number. Okay. So given given the fact that that there is various customs, and this lady, our woman of uh, our woman here in question, wants to light increase. Uh, the, 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 can, the candles she's lighting from 2 to 36 maybe 7 maybe 10 maybe 4 maybe 3 she wants to say, what's the problem what's wrong with that there are customs to do it what's the problem with that the problem with that is is that the Ramor the Rabbi Moshe Isolus that we quoted does not sound very excited about this idea of adding candles so we will read the statement again that he says he says as follows. He says, <coughs> and one can add candles if they want and light three or four. Okay? If they only three or four. Now we didn't read, let, let's, let's just read, read on a little bit because this will be also part of our discussion. A woman who forgets to light Shabbos candles one time, she has to add another candle to what she lights for the rest of her life. Aww. <laughs> this is what the Maril, this is what the Maril says. So if she lit two, and she forgot, she was negligent in not lighting. This happened to my wife once, by the way. She doesn't mind. I don't think she minds that I, that I say because we're going to mention that anyway in the end for uh, halachic reasons. Um, forgets if she lit two, and she no longer now she forgets one Shabbos. The next Shabbos she has to light three. For the rest of her life, this is what the Maral says. And the reason why you're allowed to light three, even though you were lighting two, is because one can add. Says the Ramor, you can add. If you want, you're allowed to add. Even though, says the Ramor, even though it could be potentially problematic to add to two candles, it could be a problem. Why? Because it is, it is, um, it could be a problem because it was specifically set up this way that there should only be two candles. And the only reason why there should be two candles is because they should correspond to Zohar and Shomer to remembering the Shabbos and keeping the Shabbos. And therefore, if you're adding to two, it's no longer two, it's not going to be three, and there isn't a third version of the Ten Commandments or whatever, therefore I might think that I shouldn't light. It's not a problem, don't worry, you can do it. So therefore, you should, she should add a third candle. So says Rabbi Waldenberg, that the Ramon does not sound very excited about this. He does not sound like it is, he doesn't say anywhere in his words that it's a mitzvah to add, it's a nice thing to add, it's the proper thing to add, he doesn't say. He, if you want to add, and you have reason to add because you forgot, Therefore, you can because it's okay even though there might be potentially a problem. He doesn't sound too excited about this. So Rabbi Waldemar says, what's the reason that he doesn't sound so excited about this? Now, before we, before we continue, I want to digress. Okay? And that is, there's an interesting, I want to digress. Let's, put the, let's shelve the question. We have the, we have the question. We know that it's problematic to add. We don't know why. Let's leave that for the moment. And, and see a medrash. Medrash, uh, most medrashim were composed right after the, uh, somewhere between the, 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 the compilation of the Mishnah and, uh, and, and the Gemara, which is from the 3rd to 5th century. So there's a medrash <coughs> that is written called the Medrash um, Tillen on Psalms, um, number 92. Number 92 is a famous uh, section of the Psalms, which we say every Shabbos, uh, we say Mizmor Shir Yom HaShabbos. That is the song of the day that the Levian sang. This is a Shira Salavim. This is the song of the day that the Levian and the Beis Hamikdash when they sang this, their, their songs. This is the song that they sang. So the first words of this song are Mizmor Shir Yom HaShabbos. Okay, a song, a song to the day of Shabbos. So the Medrash says that it says the, the word song twice. Why does it say the word song twice? So the matter doesn't really answer the question. Instead, it makes the following point. 
Rabbi Yitzchak said, everything on Shabbos is double. The man that says in Parshish Bishalach, the special food that the Jewish people had, two portions came on Friday. doesn't mention this, but consequently, the challah that we have, we have two loaves on Shabbos. Two loaves. Right? The sacrifice that was born from the, brought from sheep. There are two sheep that one brings. The retribution, the punishment for transgressing the Shabbos is also double. The reward for transgressing the Shabbos is also double, as it says in Isaiah. The Korosu of Shabbos Onig, you will call the Shabbos an enjoyment, and for the, the holiness of Hashem will be honorable. It's double. The warnings are double. What are the two warnings on Shabbos? The two versions of the Ten Commandments. The Zohar, you shall remember the Shabbos. And the Shomer, you shall keep the Shabbos. Also double. Consequently, right, the Medrash doesn't say this, but we also have two candles on Shabbos. Also double. And therefore, the song that talks about Shabbos says, Mizmor Shir, a song, a song, Liyom HaShabbos for the day of Shabbos. The song is also doubled. Two songs for Shabbos. So I was thinking to myself, what is this Medrash Tav? What is this what is this with the, uh, with the double? What message is there? What could have possibly... Why is it specific that by Shabbos there is... For, 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 for the day of Shabbos there should be... Uh, everything should be doubled. doesn't seem like these things are connected in any way. So it seems like it's a, it's a, it's a hint to some other idea. What do you think, Bar What do you say? <coughs> well, does it relate to the uh, double portion of the month? Maybe. The field is open. You can say whatever you want. You're on tape. <laughs> Philip, what do you say? <laughs> uh, is, is the number two in Judaism, is that a mystical number? I don't know. Like we can make it mystical. <laughs> you see, it appears by Shabbos, the number two is serious. What do you say? Well, uh, I, what do you temples? say? Two temples. There's so far been two temples. Yeah, two. <coughs> okay. There's going to be a third, though. There's going to be a third temple. So, but there's so far there's two temples. We're talking about two. Okay, maybe. So, what's the connection? The connection for what? To Shabbos. The number two. How is it connected to Shabbos? Why is everything in double? Like seeing double. When I see on Shabbos, I see double. <laughs> Maybe you should have two pieces of chicken on Friday night. <laughs> two bowls of cholent. <laughs> two glasses of wine. Why double? What, what's, the, what's the significance of double? Double neshama. Double neshama. Oh, so what do you say, boy? There's two neshamas that we get on Shabbos, both Moshe is saying. Two neshamas. So we get an extra neshama on Shabbos so we consume more food. Well, Shabbos is that special, that... that Doubling it makes it even that more special. Okay, so Felice is saying that it really is not in the number, but it's in the, the anything that's double is a communication of that it is special. It's, 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 it's double the portion. Like, the, like Baruch Marsh is saying also. It, it's, it's double that you get two souls on Shabbos, right? Because it's a double holiness. So it's extra special, more special than any. In other words, it's not just like every single day of the week is one day. But Shabbos is like really two days. It's a special day. That's why there's double. There's no Kabbalistic uh, um, significance to the fact that there is two on Shabbos. But it's just we have two challahs because I would have one challah if I was eating during the week. I would have one piece of bread. So I have two pieces of bread. I would have, right, so this is, it, 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 number two is, shows significance. Not necessarily the number two specifically, but the number two shows significance. It's more. That's what he's saying. That's a good, that's, that's a good explanation. <coughs> that sounds good. You were saying that uh, lighting the candles is for uh, bias in the house, for Shalom in the bias. Right. Right, okay. So who makes up the house other than the Shekhinah, Hashem's presence? You have a husband and wife. You have two people that uh, you need. Okay. So you're saying, so you're saying that, that we're not as careful during the week Rabbil is saying, we're not as careful during the week about Shalom bias, because otherwise the rabbis would require that every single day we should light the candles. Why on Shabbos? 
So that must be the special significance of Sholem Bayes during, during Shabbos for whatever reason. And we all know that the Talmud tells us we've been to enough Sheva Brachas, we've heard it enough, it's coming out of our noses and our ears. We know that in order to have Sholem Bayes, the Divine Presence has to be amongst the, uh, uh, the, the, the couple, right? And the bias, of course, is comprised of a husband and a wife and children, right? And in order for that to happen, God's presence has to be, and as a matter of fact, we all know that, uh, that the man is Ish and the woman is Isha, and the only difference in the spelling is God's name, the Yud and the Hey, and therefore Hashem has to be there. So the number two is indicating to us that it's really three. There's more of a presence of God in the home on Shabbos because, we, because it's a special day that needs to have Shalom. Shabbos needs to have Shalom, needs to have peace, and therefore God's presence. This is very good. We should write a book. It's very good. I like this. <laughs> this is good. So we have two explanations. It's on record. It's on record. It's on record. Also, if you take Hashem's name out, it spells Aish. Spells fire. So and there was not going to be a P. Oh, look at this. This is very good. <laughs> hey, you take Hashem's name. Hashem, Hashem, this is very good. Hashem, the Aish, we always say it in the negative. If you take Hashem's name out, then it's going to be fire and then it's going to be strife in the home. But Baruch Moshe is saying, no, keep Hashem's name in the fire. Because Hashem's name is in the fire, in the candle that's creating the light of Hashem. That's very good. Now we have to write that down. Baruch Moshe, you have to write that down. Okay, that's good. I like that. What if something moves along? Then it's not the two-some. So, no, okay. There's still commands to light the candle. There's still commands to light the candle. It's true. It's true. Because you honor the Shabbos by having light in the home in general. I don't like where this is going. Why? Oh, because we want to get beyond the... Okay, well... Okay, we'll see what happens. I'm not going to... The bottom line is going to be that uh, you keep your custom. Okay. The... the, I was thinking of a different explanation. I was thinking of a third, uh, another, a third explanation. I did not think of the first two explanations. Especially Bach Moshe's... Uh, uh, that, was, that, that was very nice. Okay. The, the th- oh, we'll have to get to the end of the response. We're running out of time. Fine. I was thinking of a third explanation. The third explanation is like this. I was thinking that we say in the Shabbos meals, in the Shabbos songs, we say that Shabbos is me'en olam Shabbos is like the world to come. It's a taste of eternity. Literally and figuratively, it's a taste of eternity. We said in the past class, we said in the Chalak class, <coughs> we said that uh, during the days of the week, God gets nachas, He gets pleasure from the fact that we say blessings on the food that we eat. But on Shabbos, He also gets pleasure from the fact that we eat. Eating on Shabbos is itself a special, uh, 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 a spiritual endeavor. So that gives God pleasure. <coughs> Why? Because eating itself is a spiritual act because Shabbos is not only a, 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 a physical endeavor, but it is also a spiritual thing. Everything about Shabbos is spiritual too. It's spiritual and physical. It has a dual aspect. It's a double identity that Shabbos has. It's spiritual and it's physical. Okay? As a matter of fact, the world to come is referred to as the Shabbos, when the land will rest. It is, it is, it is a taste of the world to come, of the days of the Mashiach. So I was thinking, perhaps, maybe, Shabbos has a dual identity. It is a taste of this world, spiritual taste of this world, but it's also a spiritual taste of the world to come too. It's both at the same time. Therefore, everything is double on Shabbos. There is your two chalas and two, uh, two candles, uh, everything too, because, because there is this dual reality of Shabbos that it is both the, 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 a taste of the world to come and it's also, the, it's also this world. So therefore, everything that we experience is double. <coughs> and therefore, we have the number two. That's what I was thinking. Take it or leave it. Okay. I don't know. I, didn't, I could not find an explanation anywhere. But if somebody does find, I would appreciate it. They would show me um, some uh, book or commentary that talks about this issue. Okay. Now, back to our original question. That's the original question. So there, that's why we have two candles. We have two candles. The Ramah seems to be unhappy. He's not, or not unhappy, but he seems to be 
not so excited that when one forgets that they should add, but what can you do you add? Now, why is he not so excited? So the, the, the uh, Rabbi Waldenberg says, because Ramor, the Ramor wrote another book called The Dark Emotion. The Dark Emotion, the same, which is also a commentary on, on, on another court of law, uh, the first version, uh, the Dark Emotion quotes the, the source of this custom of, of adding candles when one forgets. The source of this custom is the Maril. And he says as follows. He says that a woman, the Maril says, a woman who forgets this is a loose co- uh, quotation of what he says. A woman who forgets to light ca- uh, uh, candle on Shabbos needs her entire life to add a candle, um, another candle more than she is accustomed to lighting for the rest of her life. He also says that she has to fast and say confession. This we don't do for sure. Uh, but this is what he says. Now, the Ramah himself comments on this, on adding candles. These are stringencies that are distant and not necessary. And just the opposite. Whoever adds candles to the two is really <coughs> subtracting from the original intent. Because the original intent was to light two, to correspond to the remembrance and to correspond to the, to, to, to the keeping. And therefore, if one adds, one is detracting from the original intent of the fact that Shabbos has a dual identity or represents a two. The, the keeping and the, and the remembering of the Shabbos, as we just explained at length. However, it's okay. You could still do it, even though you're detracting from it. So therefore, you see now, there's more. There are more is lending more light. <coughs> there are more is unhappy. He says, what is the ideal? Says Rabbi Moshe, says, what's the ideal that one should light? How many candles? They should light two. That's the ideal. If they forget... Then if they forget, so what can you do, right? The, now everybody keeps this custom. The women have taken this, this custom upon themselves. And they, 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 they have the custom like the Mariel. Therefore, they had a candle. But that's not the ideal. But now once it's a custom ready, therefore we do it. That's what the, that's what the Ramon says. <coughs> so the, the Tzitz Eliezer, the Rabbi Waldenberg in his responsa, quotes other sources who are even more strong, and he says, Basically, his bottom line is, his bottom line is, is that the ideal to light candles is to light two. That's the ideal. That's the best way. If, um, you know, some people have the custom that they light two large ones, they put small ones around in order that the two should be seen. The ideal is to light two. That's the ideal. Right? As a matter of fact, if somebody would come to us now that we're knowledgeable in this idea, now that we've discussed it at length, if somebody would come to us who never lit candles their entire life, let's say, and they would ask us, how many candles should I light? So what would we answer? Paul yeah. would say two. Should I get two candles? Should I light two candles? That's what you should do. Two. Okay, that's fair enough. So what would I tell them? I would tell them, what would Rabbi Waldenberg tell them, Blessed Memory? He would tell them, light two candles. Light two candles. Therefore, back to our original question, who's right? She wants the light because of something happened to her. She used the light too up until this point. She used the Now she wants to add. And the husband says, no way, Jose. Or no way, John. Whatever. Right? He says, no way. <coughs> who's right? What's the idea? Who's right? She's right or he's right? You can consider them both right. That's true. It's permissible. They're both right. But who's... The idea is the husband's right. She was lighting two on two now. Now she wants to add... If she was lighting seven... Fine. Then, uh, she should forget one, Shabbos. Then she would be able to light more. Oh, she forget. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she really wanted to... That's very good. What if she was lighting three to begin with? What? What if she was uh, lighting three to begin she with? She wasn't. She wasn't. She wasn't. She was lighting two to begin So Rabbi Wallenberg says that, she, that, that he is right. Right? He is right. And because he's right, and she is creating strife because he's out of it, therefore she is the one who has to give in. You know, because the whole purpose of the lighting of the candles is Shalom bias, and her being stubborn about this, unfortunately, is creating lack of Shalom bias, and therefore... Therefore, she should. Therefore, therefore, she 
should give in and continue to light only two. That's the way he answered the question. She does not entertain that possibility. What about a compromise every other week? But it's an equal obligation for men and women. It is an equal obligation. Right, right. It is an equal obligation. Is it a marriage? Well, it's the custom that the women like, but if the women decide not to like, then the men are quite. Not enough. Not. You said before you put Rashawn Bayes in the house lighting the candles. Yes. Okay, why is the primary reason why we like candles? Shalom bias. No, is that observer Shabbos? Peace in the home. It's to have peace in the home. It's to honor the Shabbos by having peace in the home. What do you mean what happens to Shabbos? It comes and it goes. Shabbos comes and goes. I'm not sure what you be. There should be. There should be light in the house on Shabbos. Therefore, we light the candles. Light generate itself in the candles. You know that. But, but you're lighting the candles in order that there should be peace in the home to honor the Shabbos. You're honoring the Shabbos by. That comes first. Honoring the Shabbos. But that is part of the honor of the Shabbos to create peace in the home. And I and therefore yes okay so let's say it's honor the Shabbos therefore what? Therefore what? Therefore what? I'm saying what is Abe? I don't understand. Are you asking me a question? No, you're asking me a question. Oh, okay, fine. So we're all clear. All right. So what's that? Okay, Rapil, what do you say? What about if there's Shalom by it every day in the house? This is an institution. <laughs> this is a national institution. We're not, talking, uh-huh. we're not talking about specific situations. It's so a national institution. All Jews like two candles. But, are but you said the principal reason was Lombay. But what if there is a Lombay every day, not just on... Doesn't day. matter. It's an institution. It's an institution. You know, like, why do we have Veterans Day? What happens if I remember the Veterans every day? It's still a Veterans Day. Because it's an institution. We follow the institution. Okay. <coughs> the rabbi has declared that every house it has to be candles. I'm sorry, so Rabbi. Just because only for Shabbos. That's the after ask for Bill. Bill said that. But that's Bill's shot. That's Bill's shot. Bill says that there's a special, special on Shabbos there has to be more shalom. That's what Bill said. Yeah, lighting the third candle is because you missed one. Then everybody in the neighborhood knows that you missed it. That's not very peaceful. So, 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 uh, the, 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 okay, that, that, that's a good question. Everybody knows that you, that you missed yeah. once. But the truth is, not really. Because, some have a custom to write three. Some have a custom to write four. Some have a custom to write seven. Some have a custom to write ten. Some write thirty-six. Some write for their children. Some write for their dog. No, I'm just kidding. Right? There's, there's, I know a person that writes for her husband, every one of her husband's students. Because the Talmud says that a student is considered to be a child. Therefore, she writes for every one. She writes more than thirty-six. So, nobody knows why you're lighting so many candles. That's number one. Number two is, number two is, the peace has to be in the home, not in the outside. On the outside, you should be proud and wear on your lapel the fact that you keep the mitzvah of Hashem. That's all. Is there anything else? In Judaism? I, I think that would be the, the, that's the answer. Yeah. Is there anything else that's a definitive thing? Like I'm not thinking of anything in particular at this that's moment. That's not so punitive, really, well, is it? You well, know? it is. I mean, it gives you another task. I mean, is, is there anything else that is... is um, that you have to do something for the rest of your life. I'm because not sure. Something you start with us? Yeah. It doesn't seem very Jewish. Don't you drop it? Don't you very Jewish? Well, the reason for it is is that once, if you have to do it once, you'll never forget again. And if you do forget again, then you'll... You've got to add more. You have to add more. So this is the story. My wife and I were... were my, my Rosh Hashiva, Rabbi Chaim Prasad, who was the Rosh Hashiva, the head of the Yeshiva of, uh, of Mecca Zatora, of Blessed Memory. So uh, he he knew the entire Talmud as we I, I, I said to tell everybody before he knew the entire Talmud by by heart with the commentary of Rashi and Tosas he was able to recite it word for word mm-hmm. and he did that in front of me and in front of everybody else mm-hmm. many times it's it's a known thing he he can do this so uh, 
so he was the rabbi also in Antwerp. He was the rabbi in Antwerp, the Jewish community in Antwerp. Mm-hmm. So really, he, he, it was the second day of it. We were, we were staying, he, my, my Rosh Hashiva and, and myself and my wife, we were staying in the same home as his granddaughter, okay, his granddaughter who lived in Israel. We, my, my wife and his wife and, and him, obviously, and myself lived outside of the land of Israel. So therefore, we kept, we kept two days of the holiday, whatever holiday uh, it was, right? And they, they, they kept, the granddaughter only kept one because she lived in Israel, so it was one day, one day Yom Tov for her. So, um, on the second day Yom Tov, okay, the Rebbitzin, the, uh, the, 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 my Rosh Hashim's wife, woke up in the middle of the night and she said, I forgot to light candles. Now, the reason why she forgot is because her granddaughter didn't light. Because in the second day, Yom she's not lighting. Because it's not Yom Tov for her. So there was nobody to remind her. But she forgot, and my wife forgot also. <laughs> so we both forgot. So we're standing there. It, 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 I, don't know, I, don't, I don't remember what time it was. I have to ask my wife. I don't know what time it was. So we're standing there, and we asked the, the Rosh We asked him what, what, what we should do. So he said that his wife and my wife, <laughs> from now on, have to light an extra candle for the rest of their lives, <laughs> but only on Yantif, uh-huh. not on Shabbos. Only uh-huh. on Yantif. Uh-huh. So now, so now, so you're right. At least my wife has consolation. She's in a good company. So now she <laughs> lights. She and the Rebbitzin, who's still alive, the Bavlinu to separate between, right? She's still alive. She, my wife, and the Rebbitzin light on, on Yantif an extra candle for the rest of the lives because uh-huh. that night they forgot. Uh-huh. Because of what happened. So this is. And you, you have your responsibilities like you're saying, with the answer for some reason you've got yourself, would that have um, been for you also? Because you didn't remember either? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. I guess it's, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I should have reminded her. Yeah, I don't know. That's a very good question. Probably. I guess I would like. By the way, the custom is, the custom is, is that, is that, is that whenever we go away, whenever we go to uh, a hotel, we stay in a hotel, or we, we're at somebody else's house for Shabbos. The custom is, is that we only light two candles. We don't have to light, you know, you don't, you don't come to your host and say, I mean, I'm, I'm saying you could. You don't say, my custom is I like 36. I like 54. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not, so we like, it's, it's difficult to light. Uh, there's not enough, there's not enough space to create a fire. Two candles. You just light two candles. That's it. The double, uh, the double entity of this, uh, double identity of Shabbos, can it also be, I was thought for a moment about the idea of, you know, Shabbos resolves around the aspect of work, and I mean, that's where Shesh says, you know, yeah. work and then the seventh day you won't, so like, <clears throat> why couldn't this double, this double identity have to do with the fact that Hashem in essence is saying, stop what you're already doing as far as work, you might be tempted to go back to the office on Saturday, to, you know, but, okay, stop that, that's, that's one aspect of Shabbos. And the other aspect is now you might be tempted to do more creative type of work. You know, you know when people are on vacation, they go out and they they want to do like they want they want to feel like they're working still. So they want to like go fishing and they want to do more creative type of work. So I mean, I'm saying basically, I think you know, stop what you're already doing. But then I know you're going to be tempted to do something else. So I'm going to have you stop that. I'm going to have you stop. That's you know. So like a dual focus. That's like a a dual focus on the the, the holiness of the day and doing whatever you're supposed to do, like study or whatever it is, on on, on Shabbos. Yeah, it's all part of Shomer. So uh, right, Paul is saying Paul is disagreeing about Moshe Rabbeinu. He's saying that those that's a dual aspect of Shomer. That doesn't necessarily include Zohar because Zohar is remembering the Shabbos and Shomer. You're speaking about not doing things, which is all included in Shomer, keep the Shabbos. Right, no, but, but also then, but when, once you stop doing what you're not supposed to, then it's, it's the, now it's like the positive, like the creative aspect of us, that we want to we self, self-indulge as far as is, is accomplishing, you know, uh, fish, uh, fishing. But it's so still like negative. Creation. Paul is saying that that's still negative, though. Mm-hmm. Paul is still right. saying that's negative. It's kind of like the idea, just like, you know, broadly, like, you know, it's not enough to fight evil, it's, you have to also do good, you know what I mean? It's like, the but you're doing good by not by not doing something, correct? You're hindering right. yourself from being. Right. So that's what Paul is saying. Right. Okay. But as you were saying that, now I thought of another explanation. Number five. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Person might say 
if I go to work on Shabbos, I'm going to lose money, I'm going to lose my salary. God says, no, it's double. You don't lose your salary, and you keep the Shabbos too. Both, you get the same thing. You get to, you, you, you don't have to worry about job security, and also you get to relax. It's a forced vacation. A double, it's a double. <coughs> it doesn't hurt your business, and at the same time, it allows you to, to, to focus on spirituality. That's a good, together, right? I'll take credit with you together for that. Okay. Co-author. <laughs> right. So, uh, uh, I guess just one more point. There's a lot of different points to make, but we're, we're basically out of time. So, the, one might make the argument that since the reason for the Shabbos candles is to create peace in the home, and peace in the home is created by the fact that there's light. And, as we've spoken about this before, there is electric light. We are living now in the age where the light is created without the candles. Therefore, the truth be told, <coughs> um, we've spoken about this, it really doesn't make a difference in terms of light. That much of a difference, a qualitative difference. Whether you light the candles or you don't, there's going to be light in the home. You're going to see your food. You're not going to bump into the, into, into the wall. Therefore, you can make the argument that there should be no uh, penalty to light an extra candle. So it seems like that the consensus, the consensus uh, of the rabbis or the uh, small consensus is, is that in any case you still have to add a candle because now it, it is a mitzvah irregardless as we discussed to light the candles regardless of there's electric light and there's a mitzvah to say a bracha a blessing invoke God's name on the candles even though the electric light is lit we've discussed uh, how it's, it's, it's preferable to turn off the lights and to turn them on and to say the blessing and have in mind for the electric light and also the light of the, the, the candles but that's a whole different discussion Basically, the custom is, is that we light the candles regardless of whether the lights are on or off, and we say a blessing, and therefore, when one passes up that mitzvah by negligence, forgetfulness, therefore, the penalty is still in, 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 in place, and one would have to add a new candle every single time. Uh, one last point, and that point is, is that even though it's beneficial to have two candles, one should not change the custom that they have, whatever their... Bubbas did, whatever their mothers did, that's what the person should do, whether it's 7, 10, 11, 4, 3, 36, 54, whatever candle, amount of candles, that's the custom that they should stay in with. Because once they have the custom, that's the, 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 that's the thing that's what they should do. But if one doesn't know, and one has never lit, then if they would take on the mitzvah on themselves and start keeping it, they would start with two candles only, irregardless of what happens. That is what I wanted to share with everybody this evening. Have a good job, Mr. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.